sitting on a log, a single shot rifle and a one-eyed dog. Yonder come my kinfolk in the moonlight, Louisiana Saturday night. Where do you get down the fiddle and you get the gap, the gap, till the third wall, pass it till the third wall, pass it, get the gap, get the gap, get the gap, get the gap, till the tip wall, pass it till the tip wall, pass it, get the gap, get the gap, get the gap. Arms of a girl in Louisiana. And though I'm out on the highway, my thoughts are still with her. Such a strange combination of a woman and a child. Such a strange situation, stopping every hundred miles, calling Baton Rouge. Go Tigers! 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 Hello, welcome back to the Whole Nine Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. You can find me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. If you don't mind a whole lot of tweeting about LSU, because that's all that's the only thing going to be happening. He's not lying. It's it's literally my entire feed, and I listen. It's just nonstop, and it's going to be nonstop for forever. Um, and you, with, you already heard him, but uh, joining me as always, Brandon, my co-host. How you doing? You find him on Twitter at Dominus underscore Brandon. Brandon Olson is his name. <laughs> there it is. We got there eventually. Listen, I um I'm I mean you no. Know. So this is what twenty four hours after the game ended. Yeah, basically. Um, midnight twenty three. I still am on cloud nine. Wild news day today, though. <laughs> Why'd you say midnight twenty three? <laughs> midnight twenty three. You mean twelve twenty three? I'm running off of two hours of sleep. That's how they tell time in Louisiana? No, it's not. <laughs> it's midnight 23. It's not. At 1.30, they're just like, yeah, no, it's midnight 90. <laughs> <laughs> we go our entire day based off of midnight. <laughs> midnight, and then once it hits noon, they go, yeah, it's, it's noon 30. <laughs> That's not true. I'm running off of two hours of sleep. I'm feeling rough, but feeling great, you know, you know what I mean? I feel I feel no sympathy for you, and no one else here is gonna feel sympathy for you. I don't so. want you to feel sympathy for me. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know that two hours I'm, of sleep. I'm we don't mad. care because your team just won a natty, so it doesn't matter. I don't. Ca- I listen. It was the it was the greatest two hours of my entire life. Uh, well, you know what I mean. I don't. I didn't phrase it right because I'm I'm in a different <laughs> kind of mindset right now, baby. <laughs> Last night was a wild night. <sighs> Great night. Never a, never a doubt in my mind that LSU was not going to blow the bricks off of Clemson at some point. Even though in the last podcast you were like, yeah, look, I think it'll be Never a doubt in my mind. Never a doubt in my mind this entire season that LSU was not going to blow the bricks off of someone. That's enough, <laughs> Mr. I don't know, LSU having a 16-point spread in a game against fucking utah state is a lot i don't know an lsu team i don't know if they could do it i don't know if an lsu offense can do this this listen this was not an lsu offense this was a joe burrow offense that we just got to witness and bask in 
Do you know what we just went through? Do you know what we just witnessed? The greatest. No. no. The, I didn't the, witness any of it. The great. The listen to me, folks. Listen to me. We just got the privilege. This episode's gonna be six hours long because you're just gonna make listen we, to me. Listen, listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. We just got to witness. Oh my god, we got the privilege to to see Joe Burrow, the greatest quarterback in college football history, lead an offense, lead the best offense in college football history, lead the best team. In college football history. Um, are you done jerking off about your own team now so that we can get this The best going? coach in college football history. All right, now you're, now you're cracking. <laughs> the best passing game coordinator in college football history. Just completely bypassing Ensminger. That's nice. <laughs> you know, everyone did, you know. The greatest college football, the greatest media team of college football history. Everything about them is amazing, and we just got the privilege to view it. You should be, you should feel lucky, folks. Feel lucky. I feel lucky. You feel lucky, Brandon? I feel lucky that it sounds like you're on the tail end of this. <laughs> what, you don't like hearing about how great LSU was do you not we gotta talk about the game later in the day just <laughs> i know and listen you're gonna hear all of this again no the fuck i'm not i'll leave i don't you're leave. You're gonna, leave. that's the go. last thing we gotta talk about i'll do out. i don't care listen the day the day was june 27th 2019 the time was 9 53 p.m <laughs> the twitter user was at wns underscore brandon Oh god. The tweet says Frings is better than Joe Burrow and that's a fact. If you look at the tweets prior, the whole conversation is about who's better, Joe Burrow or Felipe Franks. And you said the correct answer is neither. <laughs> so let's not do this. <laughs> you said the correct answer is neither. <laughs> <laughs> but you can also read a little bit further down that thread and see where Brandon agreed to get slapped by me. Yeah. Um. So I'm not telling you, you said, what I'm going to do that. In reality, they basically had the same exact season last year, both passing and rushing. It was facts. I was <laughs> reading straight facts. I like how you said, I have my money on Burrow. And then you said, let's make a bet, but not monetary. <laughs> I'm broke. Do you or do you not have money on it? <laughs> Shout out to Paul nine hours ago. That didn't go quite how you expected. <laughs> Shout out to, uh, what was his name? Curb Stomper, I think it was. <laughs> Curb Stomp. Laughing face emoji. Laughing face emoji. This man looked this up. Because this tweet did not, it wasn't popular before or anything like that. So this man looked this conversation up just to bully me. Yeah. <laughs> I still I still stand by at the time it wasn't a bad take. No, at the time it really wasn't. <laughs> at the time it was perfectly at the reasonable. At the time they literally insane. had the same exact season before. Yes. 
Uh, I hate that you just liked it again. Oh, yeah, I'm retweeting it. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you see Mike, Devin, and Josh Berg all retweeted it? No. <laughs> that's hilarious. What an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I... Yeah, that's what, that's, that's what, yeah, that's what you tweeted from. I pulled a mic and tweeted from my own uh, brand account. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So... Uh, we should probably get into some other news so I can... Oh, can, should we? So I can continue talking about it later at the end of the podcast. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. So the first piece of news that we have to talk about, or second, because, you know, we just went in. Oh, man. I love LSU, baby. It was... That's man, enough, This season Dylan. was so good. That's enough. <laughs> AJ Epinesa and Tristan Wirfs both declare about time. Yeah, I don't know why Iowa was just like, yeah, we're going to wait until there's four days left to declare. But uh, I mean, Derek King waited until halftime of the LSU game to, to, <laughs> to, to announce that he's transferring. Probably to LSU, <laughs> if you know what I mean. If you know what I you mean. What I you mean, mean to LSU? <laughs> you like mean you transferring just said? to LSU. I would love that so much. Let's keep talking about LSU. Can we only talk about the LSU this, this podcast? Let's not and say we didn't. The LSU pod. Whole nine LSU. I'm out. Brian, what do you like say? You. Um, people, so. people really have... LSU in their preseason way too early Dylan, top 25. For the love of God, can we <laughs> fucking do this podcast? <laughs> um, the next piece It of, is 1:30 Eastern. Just, I'm just trying to I'm just trying poking the poking the the cattle with the rod at this point. Um then the next piece of news, not a fun one. Not a fun one at all. Um, I'll, I'll let you go deeper into this one. You can talk about this one. Um, uh, oh, this one you don't want to run your mouth the entire time? That That's that's not what you're interested in? No. Um, <laughs> uh, there was a Penn State <laughs> scandal again. Shocker, everybody. Shocking? <laughs> Shocking. Um, You'll never guess what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> completely <laughs> unprecedented. Um <laughs> Shouldn't be laughing so, about this. There's another Penn State. If you can't laugh about just the fact that it's happening again to Penn State, it's like, you know what? Can we just appreciate the fact that LSU never has these issues? Can we? Can we please? <laughs> Can we please appreciate um, it? For those that don't know, Penn State... Another sexual assault uh, scandal. He literally as... said, I'm going to Jerry Sandusky. Like... <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, so Isaiah Humphreys used to play for Penn State. He has since transferred to Cal. But uh, Damian Barber, Micah Parsons, Yitor Grossmatos, and Jesse Lucetta um, apparently were hazing underclassmen. And the upperclassmen would say things like, I'm going to f you and i'm going to send dusky you um the allegations include but are not limited to upperclassmen wrestle lower classmen to the ground and place their genitals on the face of the lower classmen an upperclassman would hold down a lower classman and 
present his penis close to the face of the lower classman and stroke his genitalia, simulating the action of ejaculation. Ejaculation. Um, there's more. I'm not going to get into that because that's more than that enough that anybody wanted to hear. <laughs> that is so much more than anybody needed to hear. Ever. But, uh, Ever. Another mean- thing is Jesse Lucetta told Isaiah Humphreys that if he ever visited his city, he would make certain he was gunned down upon arrival. Oh, my God. So this is so much worse than just... Uh, just like hazing. This is like this is sexual assault and just like death threats. Um, so Penn State probably gonna get the death penalty again if this is true. James um, Franklin apparently James almost Franklin definitely knew fired. about it. Yes, uh, Isaiah Humphreys reported it to the Penn State coaching staff, and they kind of didn't do. They they suspended one player for one game. And that was it. Mm-hmm. For for a felony. Um, yeah. Penn State does not know how to handle things. And it's like, of all schools, you would think Penn State is, like, on top of this. You would really expect them to be just making sure that things like that never happen on campus again. Yeah, just Penn State. What are you doing, bud? Not my bud. <laughs> what are you doing, people? What are you doing, guy? I remember loading up Reddit and seeing Sirius and Penn State and just going, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. This is not good. Um... Did you read the statement that they put out? No. They put out, let's see, it's nothing crazy. Um, I just feel like we should probably say it for the for their sake. Um, the university has established processes in place for responding to the claims of potential misconduct. In accordance with our processes, the Official Sexual Misconduct Prevention and Response and the Office of Student Conduct carried out investigations of the plaintiff's claims independent from intercollegiate athletics. In addition, Penn State Police investigated related allegations and forwarded the results of that investigation to the uh, the DA. The DA reviewed the case and decided that no charges would be pursued. I mean, I, I hope that nothing happened. Like, I know I know, saying, like, oh, no charges would be pursued. A lot of people are kind of like, see, they didn't do it. This means they didn't get caught if they did it. Yeah. Uh, Which, I'm I mean, not going to comment on the draft status of the yeah. drafting implications it could have because this is way more serious than just a draft. I know other people have. Um, I don't. I feel like that's kind of classless in this situation to be like, oh well, let's yeah. talk about their draft future of the alleged uh, hazers. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna talk about that. Uh, yeah. Um, it's, it's just if it's true, it's just yikes. Yeah. And honestly, it, if I don't know if it weren't Penn State, I don't know if people would be making as big a deal of it. Like, I know it's a huge deal. I'm not saying that, but it's like. I feel like because it's Penn State, there's, like, an added precedence to it. Like, when the Patriots get caught, like, filming at the Bengals game, it's, like, so much worse than if any other team were to do it. 
It's like you have a history of having issues with this. You should be on top of it, and it's going to blow up way worse than it would anywhere else. Yeah, he, um... Yeah, I don't see a situation where Franklin is the coach for much longer. <laughs> no. <clears throat> um, so that'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. Um, I hope none of it's true. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, so I'd, that's all we, we figured we'll, we'll mention. It. Like, we'll wait until something official comes out to talk more about it, but we just figured we should at least mention that it's going on. Yeah, Yeah, Um, just inform people that, uh, yeah, it's um, just yikes. Move on. We'll just, we'll get happier Moving on. No, we're not. We're not going to get any happier because Joe Brady. I'm getting happier. You're getting happier. You're salivating. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Joe Brady is going to the Carolina Panthers. Yet again, me trying to tell people that college coaches and college coach contracts do not matter. At all. In any way, shape, or form. You can just leave whenever you want. No, they don't matter at all. The only thing that it does mean, it just means that no other college is going to poach them. In some cases. Because that that was in his contract or whatever. That he wasn't going to go to a different college or whatever. But see, that's fair. But even then, that's literally a, just a case by case. If it's in the contract, yeah. Um, coach, college, college contracts don't matter. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Like, it, it's hard for me to think of another situation. So, like, I, I'm I'm bringing up Toledo again because I'm Matt Campbell signed an extension to say at Toledo, and then left like almost immediately after. <laughs> like he left, he left like a couple months later. College con- college extensions mean nothing. <laughs> Joe Brady That's left right. a week after signing. Less than a week. He he, he backed out of the extensions. It's like yeah. he took any money from him or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um that should be interesting. Um will be it'll be interesting to see if uh Carolina <laughs> decides to unload everything and go for Joe Burrow. Um That'd be amazing. Just Joe Brady and Joe Burrow again together. Would you uh would you trade Kish- Christian McCaffrey? The Bengals wouldn't need that. So I know. No. Yeah. <laughs> they, someone was like, Yeah, no, was, we already have a stud running back that we don't use enough. Let's just get another. Someone was like, dude, just trade Camara for the number one pick. Like, the, the Bengals don't need Camara. And Camara's not worth the for number one pick. No. No running back would go for a first round pick after they've played their rookie year. No. It's as simple as that. I don't care how good you are. Even McCaffrey. And McCaffrey's like a historically versatile. No, he wouldn't go for a first. Wouldn't go for uh, the 25th pick. No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think so. I could see a team doing it. I don't know. Once you have that year of like wear and tear on the tires already, people are going to make, I could just draft a new running back. Because the thing is, like when people say running backs don't matter... They don't mean the running game doesn't matter. They literally mean, like, who's running the ball doesn't matter. That's it. They don't mean, like, that. oh, like, don't run the ball. They're saying the guy running the ball, it doesn't matter who it is. If you have, like, a good scheme, good blockers, you're fine. Yeah. Like, Miles Sanders popped off. (laughs) I I do beg to differ, by the way, though, because it's like, 
I think it's a little exaggerated. Put Ben Jarvis Green Ellis out there and let me know if he's gonna ball out on people. Yeah, which I mean, it definitely, it definitely, there are running backs that are Elevate gonna have to, everything. Yeah, yeah. Derrick Henry has elevated that entire offense, that entire team. Yeah, and he's like the one guy that just does it his way too. Yeah. Like, I know that Kamara, Saquon, even McCaffrey, like, they're good at breaking tackles. No one is as good at it as Derrick Henry. No. Did you see that Derrick Henry has more yards in the third quarter of games this season than Le'Veon Bell had in the entire season? (laughs) Doesn't surprise me. I didn't hear anything about Le'Veon Bell this year. Imagine hearing anything about the Jets at all, except for uh, their quarterback seeing ghosts. (laughs) Their quarterback seeing seeing ghosts or their... uh, or their head coach just like doing smelling salt or their, cocaine or on their the sideline. Quarterback getting uh strength. Mono. Mono. It was mono. Or or their safety wanting to get traded. Oh, he wants to get traded. Dude, he wants to get traded so badly. Did you see him during the playoffs? Yep. <laughs> oh my god. He wants out of there. Oh man. But yeah, you know, I know if he leaves there he's going to Dallas. I don't but, want uh, that. There, there was a star defensive player that left their team today. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, there was, and it's the same team we've been talking about, and that's mm. Luke Keekley has retired at the crisp age of twenty eight or twenty nine. I don't remember. It was one of he them. was he's twenty eight. He's turning twenty nine this April. Okay. Yeah. That's. What oh, actually, you know what? Since it's after midnight, it's Drew Brees' birthday. Happy that's birthday, birthday, Drew Brees. <sighs> Happy birthday. The second best number nine in Louisiana this year? Question mark, question mark, question mark. (laughs) This year, definitely. I mean, Joe Burrow is is already eclipsed. He's my favorite football player of all time. I don't even care. I don't even care. Easy bet. That's that's fine, but uh, second. Just, I, I had to bounce back. I had to bounce back there. Uh, he's uh, not. He's not. He hasn't dropped a Drew. Dylan. Sorry. <laughs> 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 I got. I need like a spray bottle with you're me. Not gonna, gonna, listen, you're not going to be able to rein me in for a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm warning um, you now. <laughs> that's fine. Just be able to get through the podcast. Um, I'm Luke, Luke Keekley. No, I'm I'm pushing through. I don't care. Uh, I'm Derek Henrying you. Um, Luke Keekley, 28 years old, retired. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yes. Put him, I don't put him in. I'm put him in. Put him in. My my reasoning is just like the longevity is not there. Like people argue Patrick Willis shouldn't be Hall of Famer. Is, is Gronk it? Hall of Famer? I don't think so. You put he was always Hall. hurt. He was always out. When he was playing, he was no doubt the best guy on the field. But he was just always hurt. To the, by the end of his career, he was running like the Tin Man over there. Like, I don't know what it was. He was literally running like Forrest Gump. Like, he looked like he could not bend his knees. He was more offensive tackle than anything else. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Dude, I, I, I think, I think Keekly and Willis deserve it. I just don't know if they will be in the Hall of Fame. But the longevity part scares me about Keekly if they're going to make the same argument for Patrick Willis. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think he'll make it. 
I mean, I think Patrick Willis should make it. Yeah, I think they both should. I just don't know if they will. Um. Yeah, NFL's stupid, so they probably won't. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy but you, Johnson but, just got in, so. I mean, but you asked me if they are Hall of Famers, and yes. Yes, I think they are. If Joe Namath is a Hall of Famer, Luke Kuechly is a Hall of Famer. With under a 500 record. Yeah. Good thing you got that one Super Bowl for your Jets, though. Yeah. Ugh. I hate <sighs> so much that they even won one. I know, dude. I was gonna be so I was gonna be so upset if the Falcons even won one. Yeah, oh. when the Eagles won it, I was like, "Fuck!" Like there go all the memes. I'm like, "Hey, I tried to call the Eagles, but there was no ring." Like I, now, you don't get to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just be fine with uh, no one else winning another. Uh, Super Bowl ring in the NFC South, except for the Saints. I mean, have the the Bucks? Yeah, the Bucks won one, right? Uh, yeah, they won with uh, John Gruden. Yeah, they're the only other team though. Because the Panthers never won. They almost did. Yep. Fal- almost did a couple times. Yeah, the Falcons. Uh, you know. Very easily could have. <laughs> very, very easily could have. People are saying that the Texans, the Texans, um, which we'll talk about later, the Texans was worse than the Falcons' lead, uh, blown lead, and I don't agree with that at all. I think it was just because of how quick it happened. I understand that twenty-eight to three was like huge, but I think that twenty-four nothing. And then losing that lead in one quarter is worse than the twenty-eight to three over but, the but I would, halftime. But I would, uh, I don't know. I would, I would disagree mainly because of the fact that the Falcons was in the Super Bowl. They had the twenty-eight to three with a couple minutes left in the halfway through the third quarter in the Super Bowl. You think about it; it's you're at, you're giving them seven minutes. Uh, saying it was better because it was, but it wasn't in the Super Bowl, you know. Yeah, I mean, I get the argument for both sides. I just think twenty-four nothing, and then not not only going twenty-four nothing, but Patrick Mahomes throwing tw- four touchdown being, passes in one quarter. Did you see that? Uh, is like the only time that's only happened twice in the past five seasons that someone has thrown four touchdowns in the same quarter. And they're both Patrick Mahomes this year. <laughs> and they're both against a team where Gary and Conley was playing corner. <laughs> all right. And so lastly, before we get into the pick em, the the moment you've all been waiting for. Everyone's been waiting for this moment. <laughs> that they didn't know was happening. <laughs> they didn't know. We, we talked about it last episode. We, we gave we gave the, the, the categories. But now we're going to give the nominees for the first ever, first annual Whole nine, whole nine award show, the whole nine award show 2020. We're gonna give you the nominees now, and then we will also release voting tomorrow. Well, today, if you're listening to it. Yes, yes. So <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> um. Yeah, and we're gonna we have some fun stuff planned for that episode. So, um, the first category is running gag of the year and i'll start off 
It's uh, it's gonna be Brandon's looking for a new co-host. This is this is gonna be you know stuff we do all the time. You know you know what a running gag is. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it's, to use the word gag for it, but all right. It's episode sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> that's true right <laughs> i think we discussed that too but yeah, that's it. But yeah so it's Brand- brandon looking for a new co-host and the second one is dylan messing up the intro which you have gotten better at but you still fuck it up i messed it up today <laughs> yeah you've gotten better at it but you still fuck it up Freaking every like. every time mm-hmm. um the second one is uh <laughs> the second one Good the job. third one is <laughs> what do you mean it's only insert time here <laughs> which is my least fu- actually second least favorite one oh, um <laughs> my least favorite is the last one coach o voice <laughs> I, I fucking hate it so much let's go 2020 national champion go dagger <laughs> i hate you come to bad rules eat a combo vote for me vote for me to win <laughs> running move on. move on go dagger Please. Thanks for the thanks for the con- contribution, Coach O. I'd love to have you on every time. He's such a such a nice dude, taking busy time out of his out of his busy schedule, his busy time out of his busy schedule to <laughs> come that. and hop on the pod. Um, so the second category, longest category, because we didn't want to leave anybody out. Not <laughs> literally, anybody. literally, literally anybody. Um, except we left out a lot of people still, but, uh, sorry guys. Um, and that's going to be guest of the year. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to start it off. You just go guest of the year. So the (laughs) first nominee, and if I had to guess the Vegas would put him at the favorite to win this. If I had to guess, would you agree? Yeah, I'd say he's the Vegas. Oh, we got to release odds too. All right, whatever. <laughs> we have, do we have to release odds? Yeah, <laughs> I'm right. releasing odds. All right, don't don't worry if I'm not cutting this out. But if we don't do that, don't be surprised. <laughs> the first nominee. You're, you're not wrong. Is, <laughs> is uh the man the the man the the myth the legend, Ross Jackson. Yes, the man, the man, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Ross, I know you're listening to this. Please make that your Twitter bio. The man, the man, the man, the myth, the Second. Oh, God. You don't, all right. Um, I just realized this. So, for guest of the year, we have Washington punter and placeholder, Race Porter, but we don't have the guy that was also a guest on that episode, and Alex Katzen. He, he works for <laughs> online. I didn't want to put him in there. That's why, that's why Mike's not on there, right? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't listen anymore. It's fine. It's fine. Mike doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the third one is going to be our first ever guest. Um Oh, the, he, he might not win the award, but also hold a uh, close spot in my heart for being the first guest ever. That's going to be Thor Nystrom, the the third ever episode. He he hopped on and Poo Poo Wilson, Kansas fan, yeah, big Kansas Poo-Poo fan. Wilson. Poo Poo Wilson, shout out to the real ones that remember that long. Our first first <laughs> of many long long episodes, and it was just him talking the entire time because neither of us knew what we were doing. And I love it so much. It's, uh, like, it's still a great episode. Go back and listen to it. That's the what, fourth uh, the, okay, one. Okay, I'll also say that's the first time I marked my spot on Jalen Johnson. So, um, 
the fourth nominee is Nick Vogel, the kicker. We were big special teams uh, podcast, whole line special teams. Yes. Uh, um, yes. Nick Vogel, the University of Alabama Birmingham kicker. Uh, he was on. It was just like three weeks ago. Yeah, but it was a ago. great interview. Yeah, it definitely was. Did you listen to it? Yes, I did. Did you like it? Yes, I did. I would have told you if I. Did. You definitely would have gotten a text if I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, but it was fire. I, I mean, I texted you five times during the interview about how fire <laughs> it was. So, um, and the, the next one is going to be Matt Barr. If you remember, we had him on because he said he was going to follow. He let Twitter choose the what college football teams he was going to follow, and he didn't stick to it at all. <laughs> he didn't watch I any college that, football. I forgot that's why we had him on. Like, yeah, I but, forgot that's why I wanted him to come on the podcast. Yeah, but we love Matt. Um, we're going to have him on again soon. Oh, um, for sure. Um, we were going to have him on this episode, but uh, scheduling conflicts. A.K.A. his wife told him he was busy. <laughs> Oh. Is that really what happened? That is literally what happened. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, the next nominee is Tyler McClatchy, who we had a very, very fun uh, episode fun with. Episode. I I was there for a third of it, maybe. I don't remember he any of it when it happened. Um, very intoxicated before we even started. <laughs> he apologized to me so many times and told me how he was probably the worst guest. And now he's nominated for guest of the year. He should feel uh, honored. All of these people in this were or disappointed. This, or disappointed. All of these people were great guests, great valued guests. Um, you're next. Okay, that's what the guy next. Yes. Um, the next one uh, is gonna be. I'm just gonna put them all into one. It's gonna be the stick to football crew. That is Matt Miller, Mello, and Connor Rogers. You know, if they win, I'm gonna try to get them down in Mobile <laughs> <laughs> to accept. Like, the we're award. gonna be there. We're gonna be there. I'm gonna try to get them I to accept. Don't think they're gonna win because it was it, with all within our first ten episodes. Yeah, so a lot of the listeners haven't heard it, but we recommend going back and listening to these because these are okay. so easily some. I'm going to talk ones. about it oh. now. It is by far my biggest regret doing this podcast. I was half asleep in the Connor episode. You can <laughs> hear was, it. Oh my god, <laughs> I your feel voice so is bad. Like, yeah, I yes, feel so I bad. Am, I woke up I ten minutes before we did that, and I feel so bad about it. <laughs> I was at work. <laughs> I was at a construction I was, site. I was at work I was, during. Uh, I was at work during the the Thor episode, and I was for the Matt Miller episode. I was in the parking lot of a pizza place, <laughs> in my car yeah, for, with my head. The Connor on. episode. I was I was in a very small room holding my laptop because there weren't any tables, and yeah. so I was just holding it. And before you joined, me and Connor were just, like, talking and, like, shooting the shit. And he was just like, you have, like, a really bad echo. So I was like, oh, okay, like, I guess I'll try to go somewhere else. So I went into a kitchen where people were working. And I was just like, you need to shut the fuck up. I was like, go to Home Depot or something. Like, get get supplies now. Like, just leave me alone. And so I kicked everyone out. And I was just sitting in a kitchen that had no table, no counter, nothing. <laughs> it was just empty. And I was just sitting there by myself. And he, I was like, is this better? He goes... I guess <laughs> he's like I guess I feel better. so bad about that episode because Connor probably lost all respect for us <laughs> at that moment. 
Um, I, I don't think respect for us, but I think he lost interest in coming back on. We'll get him back on and redeem it. Because um, um, if you he, don't know, once you're uh, on episode 70, you're a little bit better than episode 7. <laughs> um, <so>. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, sometimes. Uh, um, so we'll have to get them back on because I feel really bad about the Connor episode. The other two are fine. Our, our final nominee is Jeff Lloyd from Lockdown Browns. Uh, friend of the pod. He came on for our AFC North preview. Highly recommend going back and listening to it. Uh, much like a lot of people, he had much higher expectations for the Browns than anyone else did. Um, didn't You had to unmute yourself to laugh? <laughs> I was ready to stop laughing. <laughs> then I unmuted myself and went and started again. <laughs> Um, I, like, I feel bad for him because like he did have high hopes for the Browns and like being a Browns fan is like typical fashion. Of course, they're just gonna disappoint you horribly. Yeah. Um, uh, we we'll speed through these final ones. Uh, the actual no one really cares about. <laughs> I just was thinking of stuff, so I put it in for fun and so to make them feel good about to, themselves. to make them feel good about themselves because you know, Lord knows they need it. Just go through all three of these at once. Um, they don't need explanations. There's Dylan's random friend in the background. Uh, Dylan's random friend in the background of the year. Um, it's going to be Jordan, Maddie, or Chrissy. So you can, uh, if you remember them from many episodes, they were in a lot of our earlier episodes, just like all of these. So Oh, yeah. Um. Jordan was in like every episode in the background <laughs> complaining about something, being super loud. Yeah, talking um, about UFC, I remember. Chrissy um, made me a drink mid-podcast. I'll always remember that. that. Um, moving on Maddie's to... Maddie. <laughs> Maddie is Maddie. We've talked about Maddie the most. She's definitely the favorite to win, just because... Oh, yeah. Um, she was recurring. Um, <laughs> segment of the year is going to be the next one, and uh, that's just, you know, <laughs> segment of the year. Be ready, though. Whatever wins this, before we get into it, I'm going into... I'm going to say... Our award-winning segment <laughs> um, every time. So get ready for it. <laughs> Please be where art thou. Please be where art thou. <laughs> um, the first one, where art thou? <laughs> Since he already mentioned it. <laughs> What's the next one? The next one is the... I'm just going through all these. People know what these thou are. They're very self-explanatory. Aside from where art thou, which is just where we talk about Rutgers quarterback Arthur Sitkowski. Uh, we also have the mailbag, the pick'em, the stock up, stock down, and the game of the week segments. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the next one is uh, I'll well, I'll go my two and you'll go your two. Okay. Uh, this is w- WNS draft prospect of the year. That is our our personal favorite people of our personal you know favorite prospects that we talk about all the time and that we're super high on. Not necessarily the best, but it just kind of happens that we love uh, players. Uh, my first one's going to be Jalen Johnson, uh, a name that I've said many of times. He needs no introduction on this podcast. Brandon, who's your first? Um, sorry, I was drinking because I thought you were going to do your first two and then my first two. Um, but uh, my first prospect is Jeff Gladney, the cornerback out of TCU. I feel like I haven't spoken about him a ton on the podcast, but I'm very open on Twitter that I think he's a first-round talent through and through. Yeah, you are. You're very open. My second prospect um, is going to be none other than 
Bayou. Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Joe Burrow. Like, you know, can I not? I love him so much. I was gonna. I was trying to think. I was trying to go like. I don't. Want, I don't want to go best players. I'm, like, oh, I'm not gonna go Chase Young. But then I realized I have to put Joe Burrow. So that's yeah. That's fair. No, uh, I also put a top draft prospect in there when I put Isaiah Simmons. Uh, he's kind of been like a sweetheart in the draft community, so it's not surprising that he made it on this list. Um, yeah, he, it's he's just insane. It's awesome. <laughs> um, the next one is gonna be one going back to y'all, the listeners. It's going to be Mailbag Submitter of the Year. If Mike had kept up, he would have been nominated. Because he used to ask a lot of questions. Oh, for sure. For sure, yeah. Then he stopped listening <laughs> and stopped <laughs> asking questions. So I didn't nominate him. Uh, so, That's it. Now, he didn't deserve it at that point. No. Um, so the number one is going to be also another reason not to put him in Guest of the Year. It's going to be Alex Katzen. Uh, I, we'll just there's just go through all three of them. There's right. there are three people that all write for the site. It's fine if they don't get long explanations. They know who they are. Uh, the next one is the verified, which we all know. I think he's gonna win, or or it could be, could be I the next person, because uh, he had his own segment for a little bit. It's gonna be Trevor Fennell. You know we make fun of you a lot, man. Uh, but you know we like your questions. That's because you suck. It's because um. I mean, it's because you ask horrible <laughs> questions. Um, um, top I, place not, you want to see a, a championship game at? <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm gonna go with the next one. I'm just taking it. Uh, host of the year. Who could the, the nominees be? The, the first nominee is actually Dylan. Whoa, whoa, Dylan. Who's the next one? <laughs> it's Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> um the host of the year mirror brand <laughs> you get to pick one and there will be bad blood <laughs> no matter who wins this one i'm going to be watching this one like a hawk <laughs> um the next next um segment uh next question i mean is going to be episode of the year whoa um and the first one's going to be uh again recent episode a WNS Christmas featuring UAB kicker Nick Vogel. I just thought that was a really good episode. Yeah, I agree. Um, the next one is Tyler is fired up to be our guest today. It was around Thanksgiving time. Uh, Tyler was very intoxicated. Dylan, I believe, is intoxicated. I was very intoxicated. It was a fun time. <laughs> it was a fun time. I, I, you I only, was not on the majority. I joined in, in the mailbag because I texted Dylan to ask how the episode was, and he was like, we're doing it right now. And I was walking to a house party. So I was like, all right, I'm calling in. Send me a link. If so you sent me a link. I called it on my phone, and then I walked to the party, went into the party, and went into someone's bedroom and just sat there on the phone. If you haven't listened to that episode, it is hilarious. Please listen to it, if not only for the mailbag segment. Um, it was a great one. Um, this blast. one, uh, this next one was also a blast. It's going to be, uh, forget rivalries, let's talk Adam Sandler. <laughs> it was during rivalry week, rivalry week, <laughs> but, but we literally spent 45 minutes talking about our favorite Adam Sandler <laughs> movies, and it was a fun time, and uh, it introduced, you know, top three, top five that we've done a bunch since then. Um, great episode. 
Yeah, I love that. I remember listening to it in the car. I was hysterical, and Monique was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Monique is like, it's supposed to be a football podcast, and I was just hysterical. <laughs> um, the last episode of the year nominee is special guest Thor Nystrom, our third episode. We spent about two hours with Thor just talking college football. It was amazing. It was a ton of fun. Uh, we we talked AJ Epinesa versus Chase Young. We talked Kansas and Poopoo Williams with Les Miles. Uh, it, it was just, it's still one of my favorite ones that we ever recorded. Has Thor mentioned if he's going to Mobile yet? Uh, I believe he said he's trying to figure it out, but nothing solid yet. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Either way, I don't think he could drink, so it's like we can't even be like, oh, let me buy you a drink. Let me buy you a ginger beer, I guess. I don't know. Um, ginger beer's fire. Okay, then buy him a ginger beer. I don't give a shit. I'll move on to the next one. I'll buy him a move ginger beer. Move on to the moment. One. We've been on this for like 20 the, minutes the now. La- <laughs> the last <laughs> one. The last the last nominee. The last category. Well, listen, we can blaze through the NFL games. No one cares. That's fair. We're going to. Um, It's going to be moment of the year. This is the last one. Um, I don't know what order we're going to announce these in. I'll redo the uh, we'll redo the order. Um, Host of the year, I think, should go at the end. <laughs> yes. Okay, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, uh, moment of the year is going to be the first nominee, which I think is the favorite to win. I think, personally. I think it might be, yeah. Um, cause I think it's between the top two, but I feel like people weren't around for the second one. Because <laughs> it was the first episode. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm saying. I think like most just, of the people haven't like, heard it. So I, no literally out. everyone that I've talked to that has ever listened to the podcast has mentioned the first one to me. Everyone in my work mentions it. A well, lot of it, people mentioned it. Start, we got off to a hot start with this one, so I love it. Um, it's Let's go. It's uh, it's Alexa Plays Dylan's Sad Boy Playlist. Um, Did I play the playlist? I didn't know that was gonna happen. (laughs) Never change, Alexa. I'm so glad it's literally right next to my (laughs) mic, so it picks up everything. So basically, what happened was, Dylan said, Alexa, play the whole nine sports podcast. And Alexa said, playing now entering sad boy hours. Um, Much like how she just now felt the need to intervene. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the second one... Brandon. Uh, the second one is co-founder Brandon Olson because the first episode. You know what? Just listen to it. It's the first like minute of the podcast. Just, just listen to it. I'm not even gonna go. The first segment of the of the of the. It's the, the first sentence. First really. sentence um, of the podcast. History. Uh, so just listen to that. It's it's. I I, I, it I meant to say one word and I said another word. Yeah, we'll just we'll leave it at that. You could just listen to that yourself. Um, the next one is Alex asking Race why he punts like a weirdo. It was really rude. Really rude, you know? 
Alex got us race porter, and then he went and insulted him immediately. It's like dinner for schmucks. Like he brought him here to he brought him here to make fun of him. Exactly. Like really, you're disgusting, Alex. <laughs> Moving on, because I'm 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 done with you. You're fired. Uh, <laughs> you're about to be, honestly. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna kick you in the dick. Um, <laughs> we that was already set. Someone asked asked him to do that again. Yes, uh, Alex, in his re- most recent mock draft, said that the Dolphins were going to be bottom feeders for a couple more years. And so a very kind Reddit commenter um, said, please kick Alex Katzen in the dick for me. Uh, so I owe him that much. Um, sorry, moving on to the next one is, actually, I'm just doing the next two. Moment of the year, Adam Sandler movies and The Office episodes is the last nominee. Uh they were mailbag questions, and they were also, like, not mailbag questions where we just went off the rails in the middle of episodes. Um, yeah. They're fun. We recommend listening to them. The Adam Sandler one had me just hysterical. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also for episode of the year. You can kind of take, like, take, like, the middle chunk of that as the moment of the year. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that is, that's it. And then we're going to blaze through these reviews because it's already gone way too long. Um, way longer than I than I expected, or it needs to. Um, we're at least gonna go through blaze through the NFL. Um, we're gonna limit the NCAA one a bit. Um, You've got so long to gloat about this, so it's fine. LSU won the uh, national championship. I don't know if you know that. That's m- Dylan. Vikings at Forty ers <laughs> I, I need a fucking spray bottle. Oh my! I'm gonna get a shock collar <laughs> for, for Mobile. <laughs> no, for here. <laughs> will, will it work if I have a shock collar on? Will it work from New York to Louisiana? We'll, fi- we'll find out. To get a really they could, like they could pilot jets from computers. I'm sure I could shock you. <laughs> um, I don't know why that made me think of Jeremy Shockey. <laughs> Vikings at 49ers. Um, the game kind of went how most people expected it to. Yeah, the 49ers remained in control for the entire game. Uh, yeah. Never gave up the lead, led wire to wire. It, it was exactly what we expected to happen. Yeah, was, uh, there, were only, there was only one really shocking game. There was another fun game, but there was only one really shocking outcome. And that was the Tennessee and Baltimore. I mean, shocking. You didn't, we, cover, the, you didn't cover the spread. Oh, yeah. Spread, San Francisco minus seven. We both picked San Francisco to cover. And they did, they did. Easy money. And the next one was also the easiest money of my entire life. Tennessee at Baltimore. The spread was Baltimore minus ten. We both picked Tennessee to cover. And that they did. They just straight out won. Um, by 16, too. So they would have covered if the spread was reversed. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was domination the entire time. And yeah, listen. Literally from the start. Stop the, stop the Lamar Jackson slander. He's 23. He's going to be he fine. Did, he didn't play bad. There were a lot of drops by Baltimore. The Ravens are going to be fine. Give the Ravens a wide receiver. They have a lot of Again. draft picks. They have a lot of <laughs> cap space. Was great. I mean, to be fair, Hollywood Brown can't be your only target. Hollywood Brown did make an insane catch in that game too. Hollywood Brown's good. He, he did. Why. He caught it in, in like near triple coverage. 
Um, and then ate a shot and held on to it like, right on like the four yard yeah, line. Because Hollywood Brown's good. That's the be- he's the be- best wide receiver in their family. <laughs> Definitely the most sane. <laughs> Definitely the most sane. Um, oh, speaking di- of Hollywood, actually, the other Brown that we were just referring to, the Hollywood, Florida police just returned his donation that he made to them because they don't want anything to do with him. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> um, Derrick Henry is a god, and uh, I love him, and I am now rooting for Tennessee to win. I've never, I don't know, the last time I wanted a non-LSU or Saints team to win a football game as bad as I want the, tit- t- the Titans to, to win <laughs> next week. I mean, shit, they might. They might. I mean, they did it to Baltimore. They might do it to Kansas City, who beat the Texans via another easy money. <laughs> Almost, you know, at the beginning, something. It was a little It was a little interesting in the first quarter. Um, yes, when the Texans were up 24 nothing with 10.54 remaining in the first half. And then Patrick Mahomes threw... Four passing touchdowns in nine minutes and 11 seconds. Um, and from that point on, it was all Kansas City all the time. Yeah, insane. Just insane. The spread was Kansas City minus 10. We both picked them to cover, and that they did. Actually, I have to ask you a question, because I, I feel like we've discussed this before, but I want to bring it up after the huge game that he had this week. One. Kelsey or Kittle? Are you giving me one to have right now? If I had to pick between the two to have on my team right now. Yes. Kittle. He's Same. younger. Honestly. Because he's younger. Honest, and he's just a honest, mauler. All right. And not even if he's younger. If it's one game. You have one game you need a tight end. Who are you taking? Kittle. Yeah. Same. Um, I, yeah. I'm easily taking Kittle. Yeah. Um, Kelsey. I, I love Kelsey. Kelsey. I, they're two... The two best tight ends in the game right now, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that two of I the best Kelsey's ever do it. Honestly, <laughs> we'll give them a couple years because they're both young. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think Kelsey is a better receiver, but not by a lot. But I think that Kittle is a much better blocker. Yeah. So I think that's especially where it separates for me. I think they're both in offenses that complement them very well. And also, Kittle's not that young anymore. How, how old is thir- Kittle? He's, he's 30. Is Kittle 30? Kittle's 30. I mean, Kittle. Kelsey. Kelsey. <laughs> I, was about to, I was about to say. Well, I mean, Kittle's he's like only been in the league 24. for, what, like seven, six, seven, I mean, like six or seven years. Give him a couple more years. I'm literally only talking about, like, conversation of the best to ever do it, which Kelsey deserves to be in. Yes, he does. Um, and give Kittle a couple years, and he'll be there. Yeah, for sure. Because um, he has the talent, and man is just good. Can't believe he just um, woke up one day and was like, "All right, I'm going to catch footballs now," <laughs> and he's great at it, and just drags everybody. Can't believe he woke up one day and decided he was not going to catch footballs by committing to Iowa. Um, <laughs> so the spread was Kansas City minus well, ten. Did, we covered both it. picked Kansas City. I already said uh, that. I don't remember. It's been a while. Seahawks uh, at Packers. This is the next one. The last last of the playoff games. Um, it's going to be Green Bay minus four. That was the spread. I picked Seattle to cover. Brandon picked Green Bay to cover, and they did. Yeah. Uh, I would I would like to point out that 
on the preview, I said that a big reason would be because Matt LaFleur would outcoach Pete Carroll, and I believe he did, so. Uh, yeah. Um, did, did the Seahawks get rid of Pete Carroll? No, they did not. <laughs> I said, do they? Oh, do they? No, they do not. Should they? No. Because I don't think there's a better coach out there that you can get right now. Yeah, right now, yeah. Um, I think he has a very short leash next season. I'd agree with you, yes. Uh, but again, um, I think that I think that a lot of it depends on who's out there. Because it's like, if you're going to get rid of Carroll for a guy that's eh, then why get rid of Carroll? Yeah. At least he'll keep you in it and maybe win you some games. Maybe his players will overcome his poor decision-making. Um, as they do so often. As they do so very often. <laughs> um, I just want Russell Wilson to just keep being great. Um, which he will. Um, the next one is going to be... Uh... <coughs> okay, you have seven, seven minutes max. Seven minutes max? Max, and then I'm cutting you off. I'm not going to say a thing about this game. Except for the fact that Clemson, except for the fact that Clemson, Clemson went three one seven, and dared the uh, LSU Tigers to run the ball. Apparently, that's what they did. But it's like really, you're not daring a team to run the ball if you're blitzing six every play. Um, so I just wanted to make fun of that narrative real quick because that's a lie. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, that's my main thing I had that's to say. That's all you want to And, 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 and the refs still fucking suck. Oh my God. They were so bad on both sides, both sides. Yeah. No, first off the, uh, Jamar chase, definitely not a PI. No, that ball was very overthrown. Um, no, and not, I don't even, I don't even want to say over, it was, it was ahead of him. Yeah. No, cause it I wasn't like no, a horrible... no one at my, I was watching it with like seven or eight people and no one. We were, you know, had a couple drinks. No, none of us even were like, "Oh wow, where's the PI?" It was very obviously overthrown. I don't think it was a bad call. I didn't really see much complaining about that one, but the play after, or <laughs> a couple plays after, a couple plays after that was PI and deserved it to be called, and it was insane that it was. Oh no, you, you know what I mean? It, it yeah, <laughs> the Christian Fulton. P.I. should yes, not have been called. It was not P.I. It was not P.I. It was called. It was um, called. And it was ridiculous. But I do credit. I think it was on Justin Ross, not T. Higgins. Um, mm-hmm. Which they're Justin the same player. Ross, Let's be real. Basically, basically there's, Justin Ross is younger. Um, Justin Ross, when he like broke into his route, I was trying to explain this to Monique yesterday. It wasn't going too great, but uh, he like broke in on his route. And Christian Fulton kind of had his hand on his shoulder, on uh, Justin Ross's shoulder. Mm-hmm. And Justin Ross, like, flailed his arm, like, wildly real quick, just where Fulton's hand was. He just, like, he flung, he flailed that arm wildly. And that's what drew that call, because that was a very late flag. So it was a very late flag, him flailing his arm before the ball got there, when really Fulton didn't do anything to impact that, um, or didn't do anything to impact Justin Ross's movement, that's what drew the flag. Justin Ross, it was a smart play on his behalf because he just flew his arm everywhere, 
and the ref was like, oh, there had to be something happened there and threw a flag. Shouldn't have been a flag. It was a bad call. As always, Pac-12 recs especially suck. Um, yeah, that was that. And then I don't think the T. Higgins offensive pass interference should have been called. No. I don't I don't think that was passing right on the goal line that would have been a touchdown. I don't think that was a passing interference because the defender initiated the contact. I don't think it should have been called on T Higgins. Yeah. I don't either. As always, the crappy refs steal the spotlight. Unfortunately. Um, so can I start? Do you want 7 minutes? I want 7 minutes. Okay, you got seven minutes. I'm gonna take up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say my stuff. Um, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna keep talking until I get cut off, basically. Or am I? You know, am I cut off? I start. I started your seven. So All right. Go. So number th- the last game we're gonna talk about. We've been talking about number three Clemson versus number one LSU playing in the Superdome. The spread was LSU minus six. I took it. I took I took LSU. Never doubt in my mind. Never doubt in my mind. Never doubt in my mind. To cover. Brandon, idiot Brandon over there, picked Clemson to, to stay within six. What an idiot. <laughs> um, the final score of this one. LSU 42, Clemson 25. LSU wins their fourth national championship. And their fourth, their fourth championship Played in New Orleans. Um, the band played Neck. Great moment. We all freaked out. Uh, Joe Burrow won over everyone's hearts yet again. Heisman moment. His Heisman moment after he already won the Heisman moment was him bopping along to the crowd wherever they were playing Neck. He was sitting on a couch after the game smoking a cigar with a hat that says Big Dick Joe that he wore to the celebration. Love Joe Burrow. Oh, man. The man. Build the statue. Build the statue. He was great. Six touchdowns. 463 passing yards. I just want to point out real 58 quick. 58 rushing yards. was stupid because it does not go with like like the big dick Nick thing. It, it doesn't flow, I think. So I just want to point that one out. Well, it's just been something that has been chanted all season by fans. Um, so he's just playing along with that. All right. If anything, it should be big dick Burrow, I think, personally. But whatever. Um, Clyde Edward Lair has the nastiest moves of all time. The nastiest. Brandon, can you agree with me? He went out of bounds. He uh, Okay, I'm not even just talking about that one. He was out of bounds. He was way out of bounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, His hand was definitely down out of bounds. But he... But yes, he is one of the smoothest. Oh, he's so shifty. So shifty. I heard, him, I heard Matt Miller called him young Frank Gore. I'm going to call him young Mark Ingram. Short, shorter marking room. I like Ray Rice as my <clears throat> cop, and I'm sticking with it. No, he, he may be a piece of shit, but I <laughs> on think the field, I think it's on good. the field, I'll give you it. I'll give you it. Um, Jamar Chase, nine nine catches, two hundred twenty yards, two touchdowns. Wide receiver one for the next year's class already. I think personally, I think he locked it in this one. There's some talk between him and Justin Ross. I think Jamar Chase showed off why he is wide receiver one going into next year. Terrace Marshall, Marshall, great touchdown catch. He does not get enough respect. ESPN did not list him in the top 25, re, top 25 returning wide receivers in college football, which I think is blasphemous. What do you think about that, Brandon? Do you think it's blasphemous? Because I think it's blasphemous. 
I think ESPN rankings are a joke no matter how you look at them. Because they put those top 11 college football players of all time. I know this is going to sound like bias, but how the fuck do you not have Tim Tebow on there? How do you not have, how do you have Vince Young ranked in the 70s? Yeah, Tim Tebow, I think, was either 76 or 86. There's some absurd yeah, it, shit like that. That was Who absurd. was voting? Was it Gil Brandt and Bill Belichick again? Because this is just ridiculous. Get out of here with these trash-ass right. rankings. So I'll say Travis Etienne is a god. I love Travis Etienne. Love Isaiah Simmons. Oh, dude, so good. He was everywhere. Before the game, I was like, watch watch out for number 11. Because he's, he's great and he can play everywhere. Um, AJ Terrell, rough game for him. Real rough game for him, just because I mean I don't I wouldn't want to go go up against Jamar Chase, um or Joe Burrow in that moment. Uh, so Clemson kind of you know they 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 uh they really they had they had them stopped at the beginning they sl- they slowed them down at the beginning, um and then of course once LSU had a little bit room to breathe their offense came alive and then didn't stop. But what I think is not being talked about enough is how good LSU's defense played after they adjusted they showed up on third down they held Clemson to one of one of 11 on third down Trevor Lawrence did not have room to breathe because Patrick Queen was in the background of every every play I'm so I'm so happy by the way that Patrick Queen Queen won a defensive MVP over Grant Talbot um so happy because Patrick Queen showed off love Patrick Queen Derek Stingley, six targets, one catch for like twelve yards. Um, God, he was—he's so good. He's just—he's locked down. He's cornerback one already in college. I think he's the best corner cornerback in college football right now. Um, yeah, no. So I'm done talking about the game. That was great. We all watched it. We all know what happened. But LSU, the Tigers, the 2019-2020 LSU Tigers, I think are the best team of all time. And I'm, you know, say what you want about recency bias. But they, the opponents that they beat, they beat the winners of the ACC, the winners of the Big 12, the winners of the SEC East, the Orange Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Citrus Bowl, the Alamo Bowl, the Texas Bowl, Texmas, <laughs> the Texas Bowl. Um, they... Seven teams were ranked in the top 25 when they played, but they also beat number two, number four, number six, number seven, number eight, number 14, um, and number 25 in the, in the final top 25 rankings. Um, they are great. Caleb on chase on, you know, did not have the greatest game, but he was still there. Um, Grant Tel- Grant Delpit closed out his collegiate career greatly with a great game. Uh, really happy for him. Um, this it's about fucking time. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? He showed up at the right times. I don't. You know, I don't even care. I'm not even. I'm not even mad about it. Um, he can. He can do what he wants. Trevor Lawrence. I am so scared of what he's going to do to the college football world next season. He looked so pissed off. <laughs> To be fair, the man has lost three games playing football in his career going back to high school and one in college. He obviously does not like losing. Um, and sorry, uh, ACC 
Uh, it's going to be another year of getting blown through by Clemson uh, so they can have another easy path to the championship. I can't wait for that one. They're going to win by like 40 games every every game, 40 points every game next year. It's going to be that's crazy. Per- I'm perfectly fine with that because that's Florida State and Miami just getting stomped out. Yeah, what I'm is, all for it. What does the Clemson schedule look like for next year? Can't be good. I mean, it's the ACC. So. Uh, do they have any non don't, don't they play Ohio State? Okay, no, okay. So here's here's the, Akron, Notre Dame is who they play. Yikes. So they play Akron at Notre Dame. The they go the, in the state of Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Citadel, South Carolina, Boston College, Louisville, NCC, you know, yeah, blah, blah, so, so on and so forth. Um, yeah. Not, not much going on. Um, um, did Akron win a game this year? Did they? I I think they might have won one. Um, I don't I don't remember if they won one or if they did. I think it was against like UMass or something like that. Like it was not a good team. Uh, no, they went zero twelve. Oh yeah, no. Um, I was thinking UMass. They might have beat UMass, but it was another team. I can't remember off the top of my head. But next year is going to be super fun. I'm seeing in in a couple. I've seen a couple way too early top twenty five rankings for LSU, and they're ranked, like, 5th and 6th, and even then, people are saying it's too high. With how much talent is returning, um, and we're still awaiting draft decisions on all the players, so I, I think at least one person is going to come back. I actually wanted to touch on that real quick, of how fucking ridiculous that is. I get, so, the, I get, I get they wanted to wait until after the game. No, not I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how the deadline is the 20th, I believe. Is it? So, yeah. So, these kids have to prepare for an, have to prepare for the championship game. Uh, biggest game that a lot of them are ever going to play in, because let's face it, although both of these teams are stacked with talent, there are still players that play and are not going to be NFL players. Yeah. I think we can acknowledge that. Oh, 100%. Uh, that's the realism of football, but... So they have very little time to make this life-altering decision because they're focused on on playing their game, and then they have basically five days to make a decision about whether or not they're going to be pursuing NFL mm-hmm. careers at this time. That yeah. is fucking absurd that they're giving just that little bit of time. But at least some of LSU's players that have to make a decision, that's Clyde, uh, it's Justin Jefferson, uh, Thaddeus Moss, who I think, honestly... I think it was a lock until like the end of the season that he was going to be back, but I think it's up in the air just because I think he could go pretty high. I I don't think he's coming back at all. I think there's no shot. Um, Thaddeus Moss started college in 2016. Yeah, no, he's been hurt every year. He, yeah, he still has <coughs> eligibility, but he started college really long, like a, a long time. I, I ago think he should go out, career. and I'm, I'm going to be. <clears throat> listen, any of these players can declare. I'm going to be so happy for them. This. This, everyone on this team, that's why I'm not mad about Joe Brady. They just gave me the best college football season in history, and I have nothing nothing but great things to say about anyone who had anything to do with this team. Um, uh, yeah, I, I tweeted it out last night. Words don't describe how I feel, and that's so very, very true still to this point. Um, I'm just so lucky to be a fan. Um and the, to be so, so well set up for the future, I don't, I don't want to seem like Brad or like 
anything, but they are, they just are. Like the defense is going to be just as good, if not better, next year. We're going to have uh, Derek Stingley. Oh yeah, I mean I was going through the players who have decision to make. Patrick Queen, uh, Jordan, uh, Jacob Phillips, not Jordan Phillips, Jacoby Stevens, um, Durant Delpit, Chason. Uh, those are just the players that I think like that have a decision to make. Plus some O linemen. Um, Go back to school. <laughs> um, I don't know. I saw some hype for Kush. Um, yeah, He's the one guy. <laughs> uh, Sadiq Charles. Go back to school. Um, yeah, probably, but uh. <laughs> There's going to be some competition next year for for some playing time, so I mean they might not want. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, who all comes back. But if not, they have such a good class coming in. Um, Eric Gilbert, tight end, um, El- Elias Ricks, just to name a couple. Plus, they have the fact that they could get De'Eric King, which, oh my God. Do you think that if the Eric King goes into goes to LSU, that he's early Heisman favorite? I have no idea. Top three? Um, I have no idea. I think he should because, be. Because, I mean, the way I see it is that De'Ara King is not a great quarterback. Um, I'm not going to say he's going to be just because he goes to LSU either. Um, I will say, though, that a lot of people fell in love with Joe Burrow's ability to escape the pocket and escape pressure. I know that De'Ara King can escape the pocket the same way. Or, well, honestly, probably better because he's a better athlete. Mm-hmm. But he is not going to be able to make a lot of the throws at Joe. Burrow. Oh no, I'm not saying that he's going to beat Joe Burrow. No, I'm not. No, I'm. I'm saying I don't know if he can do pretty much anything, or I don't know if he can be good in this offense because a lot of it's going to be put on his ability as a passer. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason he redshirted to learn a system this year. Yeah, he's he's not a great passer. I'd be very happy to get the Eric King. I I'd be happy and it'd be exciting, but I'm not gonna get my hopes too high up. Ideal situation for LSU, I think, because I don't know if Miles Brennan's ready. I also don't know if he's ready, but um, I think ideal situation, uh. Derek King comes in, plays his senior year here. Miles Brennan gets another year to sit. He becomes a senior and then plays his senior year here. And then uh, that'll give two years for these two supposedly really good quarterbacks that we got to sit and learn. If they're willing to sit and learn. If they're willing to sit and learn. Um, That is a big if to ask people to not put tape out for two years. Yeah. Um, it is, it's a big question to learn, but, uh, if there's a coach, I, I feel like coach O could convince anyone to do anything, which is why I would not literally any of these players, except for Delpit, I would not be surprised if they stay or go. Yeah, same. Um, I would be genuinely shocked if Delpit comes back. And that yeah, is, he, he's the, he's the one guy that I think is a, like, all right, him and Moss is, are the Really, only guys that I think are locks to. Live. And I only think Moss because of his age and the fact that he has such hype around him right now, which is deserved. 
because he's a he's a complete player. Yeah, his age is really what locks it in for me. That Moss is that he's age go. in history in injury history. Yeah, the fact that he was able to get a full season. Um, which yeah, like I said, I won't be upset. Literally, him and him and him and uh, Delpit are the only two that I would be genuinely shocked if they come back. Yeah, agreed. Um, and maybe Clyde, just because the RB class is so thin now. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, he he'd be right up there, right at the top, especially with his rise. It's like you're not going to get much higher as a running back. No. All right. Um. Especially with next year's class is going to be looking to be pretty good. So that'll be it. I'll I'll, I'll end it there. We're going to hear a whole lot more <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. Um. So get in. Sorry, Brandon, that it had to be a rival. Um. I don't even care at this point. There are like it's Florida State and Miami that I hate, and like for the Florida reasons, Georgia and Alabama I hate just because I think their fans are pieces of shit sometimes. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Like watching all the film, then like having I mean, to cover like, every be, team. I don't really. How could you be mad at Coach Joe? No, I'm just saying like watching all the saying. film that I've watched of like these teams and having to. Uh, like talk about them all the time it's hard for me to hate any team at this point so um i still have teams that i hate. <laughs> i i have two <laughs> um sorry alabama i just don't like them it's That's- m- m- i feel like most of my hated football teams have to stem from dealing with fans on twitter yeah that's fair <laughs> i just have to see them the most like falcons fans um Cowboys fans. Now fuck the Cowboys. I'm talking oh, college. I know. I'm just thinking. <laughs> NFL. The there are quite a few teams. That I'd be <laughs> glad to college. Square up with their fan bases. College. I. It's. It, I, I like a lot of players, and I like a lot of teams. Um, there are teams that I still just don't like, and I don't like rooting for. I don't want to succeed. I want the individual players to su- succeed. Like last night, we were. I was playing. We were playing Clemson. And uh, I was obviously didn't want them to do well, but man, I was just drooling over Isaiah Simmons every play. He is incredible. God, he's so good. <laughs> Travis Etienne, so good. Um, Trevor Lawrence did not look on the top of his game last night. Um, still, a couple throws. I remember one in the fourth quarter. It was just a laser to the middle of the field. Oh, so good. Yeah, he is just—he is something else. Um. And yeah, like I was like, I don't hate Clemson. Uh, didn't want him to win. Um, but yeah, so um, man, next week is Senior Bowl week. Yes, sir. I mean, we still have one more episode that's going to be coming out on Friday this uh, week. We're since just this one's coming out late. But yeah, this one's coming out late just to let things marinate um, and to let me rec- recuperate, which I still didn't even do that well. Um, but yeah, so thanks for listening. Um, I am uh, <coughs> Dylan Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. You can follow Brandon on Twitter at WNS under Brandon. One of those Twitter names. Um, WNS under Brandon. Nice. WNS underscore Brandon. There we go. Um, but yeah, follow us on all that stuff. Talk to us on that stuff. We're on there all the time. Have nothing better to do. Um, except for Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, I will not be on my phone in class for. One, my my one U.S. history class because if um, 
if anyone's on their phone in the class, he has it in the syllabus, so you can do it. And uh, he's done it before because I've been in his classes before. Uh, if anyone has their phone out or even, uh, you know, anywhere but their book sacks, and he notices it, uh, he gives the entire class a 200-point essay on whatever question comes to his mind first. Yikes. Um, yeah. What a fucking dick. <laughs> yeah, keep in mind that the class itself is like 500 points, is what, our, is what we go off of. I'm going to start calling you. Dude, no, I'm and just, so and just hope that just hope that you left your ringer he, on. He even <laughs> mentioned he's like, and keep in mind, it's a long walk from the front of the class to the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, although I do love that professor, <laughs> he's hilarious. Um, other than that one dic- dictator dictatorship that he mentioned, um, he's a hilarious professor, a good professor, but uh, that one role is a little wild. Um, so yeah, um, thanks for listening, uh, share, follow, listen on everything, review on iTunes, follow, do all that jazz, come talk to us, have a good one guys. Go Tigers! <laughs>